Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross, managing editor, Fightful.com, FightfulMMA.com. We also have the wonderful Fightful Wrestling, FightfulBoxing.com. Lots of cool stuff over there. Every Tuesday, 2 p.m. Eastern, myself, Showdown Joe Ferraro, who has uh, decades of experience in the MMA media, as well as certifications as, a, as an MMA ref and a judge, joins me, as does James Lynch, who speaks to dozens, if not 100 MMA fighters every month. We on our YouTube, youtube.com slash Fightful, where you're watching this live, have uh, full podcast reviews on the UFC 229 show, as well as Fighters React videos. We have a ton of exclusives up there. Head over, check it out, FightfulMMA.com. Click that exclusives tab. You will see all kinds of cool stuff that a lot of bigger sites haven't picked up on. But I'm here after UFC 229. I wanted to do a Q&A because it is still a hot topic. We have a lot of videos up of it up on... Um, Fightful.com right now and our YouTube. But if you're in the live chat, send me some questions. Whatever questions you might have, I'll do my best to answer them. And of course, every Tuesday, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Fightful MMA podcast, we get very, very interactive. Of course, Habib Nurmagomedov defeated Conor McGregor at UFC 229. And as impressive as that was, and it was, and it was a, it was a good fight, all things considered, especially the stakes involved. What people will remember is the aftermath, and the aftermath is Habib Nurmagomedov scaling the cage and going after Dylan Danis. Dylan Danis is a Bellator MMA fighter who got signed essentially because he was Conor McGregor's jiu-jitsu coach. That's it. That, that's, that's, that's why he got signed. That's the reason that Artem Lobov is in the UFC is because he is Conor McGregor's buddy. But the fallout and the implications from all this and the, and the trash that was talked it uh, it's going to be long lasting. The suspensions will probably be handed down. I would imagine fines will be handed down. There are going to be a lot of comparisons drawn, fingers pointed, blame thrown around. And I'm here to answer whatever questions you have. Is Habib still the champion? Says WWE fan in our live chat. 
So that that situation, uh, the best way to say it is nobody knows right now, not even Dana White. Here's how that situation came about in the first place. Conor McGregor won the lightweight title two years ago. He took years off. They had to have a champion. So they booked Tony Ferguson versus Habib. Habib didn't make it to that fight. Tony Ferguson won that fight. So Tony Ferguson was your champion. Tony Ferguson, a guy who has, has an outstanding win streak, real great fighter, probably saw him last night. He became the UFC lightweight champion. Now, he technically won the interim champion championship, but was promoted to the full champion, essentially, or was going to be at least, <laughs> when he fought Habib Nurmagomedov in April. Unfortunately, the day before that, he tripped, tore his knee on a wire. He's out of the fight. Habib has to fight Ally Quinta for the interim championship, which became the full championship. Habib wins. So going into last night, you had three men with a legit claim to being UFC champion. After the fight that Habib won fair and square, Habib beat Conor McGregor. Beat him fair and square. I would liken it to an old school pro wrestling match where the guy keeps beating down the opponent and then they reverse the decision. <laughs> I could see that happening. I don't know what grounds they would have to overturn a fight or anything like that, but they with they withheld Habib's fight purse. Dana White would not put the title on Habib in the cage as is customary because he was afraid people would throw stuff in the cage. Showdown Joe and I speculated on the post-show podcast that we think he did that as well because... He doesn't know if Habib's going to be the champion. Especially when you have Tony Ferguson, who showed up on the championship weight the fight before, putting on an impressive performance, a great fight, doing things the right way. He, he doesn't attack people's religion. He curses a lot, but he doesn't attack people's religion. He doesn't throw dollies. He doesn't jump into the crowd. So the, the short answer, is Habib still champion? Nobody knows. Dana White doesn't know. I had a lot of people saying, oh, Dana White wouldn't throw the hammer down. Dana White can't throw the hammer down. He's not the only boss in the UFC now. They are owned by a major company. How long have we been live? It says four minutes. Is it true that Conor didn't press charges? Yes, it is true. So as the situation unfolded, Conor McGregor also scaled the cage, and another member of Habib's team scaled the cage to meet him, essentially. Wasn't there to hug him. Connor threw a punch and essentially got jumped. In a situation like that, I'm sure that police looked at that and they said, well, we saw what happened just before that. We know who he's going after. How will that work out? Connor ah, declined to press charges. Sorry for the stutter. <laughs> and as a result, the three people who were arrested or detained, rather, were released. Habib was not arrested, was not detained was not held, anything of that nature. He just didn't have his fight purse dispersed. To be honest, felt a little contrived to me. Not contrived, not set up, not planned, not scripted. Anybody who says that it was does not know what they're talking about, has never paid attention to any of the inner workings, and quite frankly, is, is stretching. WWE couldn't write this. They can't script something this good. UFC couldn't either. They couldn't script the bus attack. They couldn't script any of this as good as they possibly could, as, as this unfolded. It happened, and 
Is it is it a black eye? Yeah, it's a black eye, but is it good for MMA? Don't let anybody tell you it's not good for MMA. The eyeballs on our show yesterday, we had 3,000 live viewers. We do 1,000 after WrestleMania. What does that tell you? We're primarily a wrestling site. I don't want to say primarily because we have just as much MMA content, but we're known more for our pro wrestling content. Last night's show did three times WrestleMania. It's unbelievable. How's Dylan Danis doing? He's fine from what I understand. It was broken up. The skirmish was in pretty short order. That fight was crazy. That's all I got to say. I don't know if you mean the fight in the cage or outside the cage. I don't know what you're talking about. I love the fight in the cage. It played out like we thought. Connor controlled the striking with the exception of that big overhand right and still didn't show any respect to, to Habib's striking, which I thought was, was surprising. And then Connor got dragged down and tapped out with a beautiful, beautiful, essentially jaw lock, face crusher. It was not a rear naked choke. How long do you reckon that Connor will be away again? I think he'll fight probably early next year. I don't think he's particularly hurt by this fight. I think he'll probably fight early next year and will probably fight Nate Diaz or Tony Ferguson for the lightweight championship because I think Habib ends up getting stripped personally. I noticed you hit 11K last night. We did a while back. Thank you guys, by the way. Thumbs up, subscribe, that stuff helps. If Habib is stripped... Isn't he stripped by the UFC and not the commission since the belt is a UFC product? Yes. However, the, U, the, the commission can mandate that they don't fight for championships. Like if Habib showed up off the championship weight, he can't compete for the title, which is weird that they have the right to say that. Any word on Habib getting stripped of the belt? Got to gotta skip back a couple minutes for that one. Is Dylan Danis pressing charges or No. I've not heard that he is, and I would assume that he's not if if Connor isn't, because let's be honest, he's Connor's sidekick. That's what he is. He tries to be Connor McGregor. He he wants to be Connor McGregor. He got cracked early in his first Bellator fight and somehow won. So they're gonna keep riding that train, but he is Connor McGregor's sidekick. Did you see the video of Drake looking for Habib? I did. It was fantastic. The the meme of Drake is just Awesome. I love that. That was so cool. If Habib gets a lengthy suspension, do you think he will fight again for the UFC? Yes, because he's contracted to the UFC. He can't fight anywhere else. Maybe some Russian promotion that doesn't care about contracts or the UFC's legal team may promote him for a fight, but I would highly doubt it. He's got a contract with the UFC. He can make the most money in the UFC outside of some Shady person in Russia just being a money mark, essentially. Will Connor fight again in the octagon? Yes, I would say so. He just signed a new deal. Every time he fights, it's a commercial for his whiskey. He is a million pay-per-view guy, no matter who he fights. If he fights anybody in the live chat or me, he's selling a million pay-per-views so people can say, wow, let's watch Connor McGregor kill this man. Please, Scott Coker. Let's do Habib and Danis. Uh, Scott Coker couldn't get Habib Nurmagomedov on his best day right now. Habib Nurmagomedov is an insane draw now. he went, I think if he would have laid and prayed on Conor McGregor and that post-fight wouldn't have happened, he would have been stuck in 200,000 territory. I think that now Habib Nurmagomedov is selling 700,000, 800,000 pay-per-view buys 
no matter who it is. When do numbers get released? Numbers don't get released. We get estimates usually from Dave Meltzer, who is very plugged into the pay-per-view stuff. But UFC might put a number out there that probably isn't true. But it's also very hard to bring in those numbers because of eye pay-per-view buys. You don't have essentially moles giving info from cable companies on UFC.tv. Who in your eyes would be Habib's ideal opponent and give him a run? Tony Ferguson. That's who I want to see fight Habib. That's who I've always wanted to see fight Habib. It just never happens. It never it never works out. So if they can make that fight, I would love that fight. It's fallen out so many times, as Habib fights often do. Kevin Lee's a good one if he can reel off another big win. I see Habib, I see Kevin Lee as the future of that division, to be honest with you. Uh, Terry and Georgia said, how do you see Kevin Lee matching up with Habib, Sean? Beats him on the feet. Definitely more apt on the ground. And with Conor McGregor, who's, who's takedown defense is underrated, is like, <laughs> it is very underrated, but I think Kevin Lee matches up with Habib a little bit better because of his wrestling pedigree. However, Conor McGregor's striking accuracy is something to behold. I think Conor McGregor should have been throwing from the opening bell. No feeling out, period. He shouldn't have let himself get to the black line in the cage. He should have thrown. Because when Conor McGregor threw, Habib Nurmagomedov was taken out of his comfort zone. It wasn't until Conor had his back up against the cage, essentially, that that played into Habib's favor in some of the later rounds. What's Kevin's win streak? I think he's only won one fight in a row, but he competed against Tony Ferguson for the title with the staph infection, did very good, and nobody knew until the fight happened that he had a staph infection. But he beat Edson Barboza, he beat Michael Chiesa, Trinaldo, those are some good wins. He's won 10 of his last 12. He has won seven or six of his last seven, I believe. He's doing very, very well. And he's he's really smart. Chael Sonnen told a story in his podcast, well worth watching, about how Kevin Lee wanted to be on his podcast, and Chael's like, I don't know. It was last year. Kevin Lee flew him out for it. And then the next week, he saw that Kevin Lee had flown himself out to be in studio in New York to be on Hawani's podcast. Oh, then flew himself out to L.A. to be on Rogan's podcast. He's ahead of the game. He's very smart. If Habib does get stripped, do they do Tony versus McGregor for the lightweight title? I think so. Or Tony versus Kevin Lee again. It depends on what Conor McGregor wants to do. Quite frankly, whatever Conor McGregor wants to do is what they're going to do. Eddie Alvarez, his contract's up. He's not getting a title fight. If Dustin Poirier wins, he could be in the conversation. He very well could be, but he wants to go to 165 very badly. Do you think this tarnishes the reputation of the UFC? Things with John Jones, now this. On the other side of getting higher views. Yeah, of course it does. Of course it does. However, you're going to have a lot of mainstream media who don't know how to pronounce Habib Nurmagomedov's name. You're going to see him go, Khabib Nurmagomedov jumped the cage, and it was just gross, man. It was gross. You'll you'll see lots of that. You'll get that. That's going to happen. That was going to happen no matter what. That was, I mean, there are people that think this is human cockfighting, an oxymoron if I've ever heard one. But 
this type of stuff, it does. And you know, there's always the the Gus Johnson line. Sometimes these things happen in MMA. No, they shouldn't. But man, it, it drives the views through the roof. It drives the the buys through the roof. I bet they did a ton of replay buys, despite the 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 landscape of media being where it is. But yeah, I do think that it is uh, bad for the UFC. It's a black eye in some regards. Do I think they'll lose out anything on it? Hell no. Hell no. Connor looks slow. All that fine dining got him fat, in my opinion, doesn't have fire anymore. That is a bad post. Conor McGregor looked fine. He couldn't he couldn't out-wrestle Habib Nurmagomedov, and there ain't anything wrong with that. Habib versus Diaz. Uh, believe me when I say that Habib would beat Diaz in probably about a, about a round. The Diaz brothers have no takedown defense to speak of. Conor McGregor hit Nate Diaz with an X-guard sweep. Now, I feel like Diaz probably wanted to go to the ground as well, but Diaz Diaz probably isn't getting past Poirier. Somebody says, Do you, did you see uh, Daniel Cormier's tweets? Yes, I did. I'll read them. Quote, hey guys, two wrongs don't make it right. Connor didn't deserve that. No one did. But some things aren't for fight promotion. Religion, family, country, throwing stuff in Brooklyn. For Habib, it wasn't fight promotion. It was personal. Different culture, man. It sucks. You're right that those guys are completely wrong, and they're in jail for it. I truly sympathize with Connor. I'm just saying, dude didn't know they were just or did. I'm just saying, dude didn't know they were just building a fight. Connor didn't press charges. That tells me that he understands. Uh, look, I don't like him. He doesn't like me. Shit happens. Kind of gangster shit by Connor. He showed a lot of heart tonight. Crazy night. Wish we were talking about the fight. End quote. I do too. As a, a skeevy media member. I'm glad that I get to do this podcast with you guys today and talk to you and have this Q&A because if Habib just beats Connor, not on this stream right now. If Habib just beats Connor, there aren't 3,000 live streams yesterday. If Habib beats Connor and nothing else happens, I don't have my friends outside of in my everyday life blowing up my phone. Don't have it. Maybe Maybe a couple of them saying, link me to the fight. Still got a couple of those. But... It's just not the interest level. UFC is starving for big names. Brock Lesnar's got to come back. John Jones is finally coming back. Daniel Cormier is about to retire. UFC needs these draws. Habib Nurmagomedov is now going to be a draw. There are people that are going to view him as a hero because he beat Conor McGregor and because he bucked the system. There are always those anti-establishment people where anytime chaos unfolds, you will have people who really, really love it, <laughs> who just want to watch the world burn. I don't know if that's some of our troll culture, but yeah. Will the UFC show be known for the fight or the fight after the fight? It'll be the fight after the fight, and that's the thing. I think some of this helped preserve the luster of Conor McGregor. There are people who are going to remember that he tapped out, and his ground game is not a secret. His, that, that's what happens to him. When he when he loses, typically. <laughs> However, you you've got what happened afterwards. That's what's on everybody's mind. I'd say eight out of ten, and it's that's a rough estimate. Eight out of ten people, when they talk to me about this, they say, "What happened?" Not, "Wow, Connor got beat." We know Connor can get beat. You've seen those five hundred Irish fans taking L against those. Like 10 Russians? I don't know what that means. 
Can Habib fight in Russia if he gets suspended for the Nevada State Athletic Commission, a promotion like M1? They'll get sued out of their asses. I don't think with WME, IMG, I don't think M1 wants to uh, wants to check on or check the the legal status of UFC's team in that regard. That's just not something they want to do. They they don't want to they don't want to test that. Honestly, the more I think about it, Habib was provoked and had already done the bus crap. Was talking about his dad, religion, etc. It sh- isn't show business to him. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you can do that. Habib and his team. There's all this talk about Habib went after Connor's whole team, and Connor brought so many people after Habib. Habib's team cornered Artem Lobov, who is a 500 fighter, mediocre at best, shouldn't be in the UFC. That, that's what started all this. And what followed was just devolving maturity. Just people being ridiculous and stupid at every turn that they possibly could. Habib was super composed at the weigh-ins. He was super composed at the pre-fight presser. There was there was there were opportunities. Ultimately, it comes down to that almighty dollar, and Habib was getting millions of them for this fight. Habib should not be punished to the point where he gets stripped. Connor had it coming with the disrespectful trash talk. That's dumb. That's dumb. Conor McGregor got jumped in the cage. Habib Nurmagomedov jumped into the audience of one of the biggest UFC pay-per-views of all time with Matt Damon and fucking Star-Lord from Guardians Guardians of the Galaxy in the audience. Drake out there like, what's going on? He did that. That was a thing that happened. Some, Some dad jokes... And talk about religion in some pre-fight promos after you've cornered a guy's teammate and after a dolly's been thrown through a bus. If that what that's what gets you, man. You remember when Michael Chiesa, as soon as Kevin Lee said, Yeah, I heard his mom's gonna be at the fight, and he stood up and he's like, Hey, oh, don't you talk about my mom? How would you all have felt if Habib before the fight said, You don't talk about my dad? How dare you? My dad can beat up your dad. I don't care how seriously somebody takes the religion. I don't care about that. He jumped into the audience after he physically dominated a man and beat him into submission. You win. You got the win. What more can you do to a person short of killing them? You beat them in a cage fight in which many people said you were going to get smoked. You beat the man. All that afterwards, the Dylan Dennis thing, that's not about religion. Get out of here. Did that play into some of the temper? Sure. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dylan Danis thing? That's just because Dylan Danis is a prick. That's what that is. McGregor first had a swing at Habib's teammate who was hopping out of the cage. First what? First after Habib jumped the cage and did a fucking brogue kick into the crowd? 
Come on. Don't be ridiculous. Abib's teammate was not jumping up there to hug Connor. Dylan Danis probably shouldn't have been near the cage. Muslim power over shit whiskey. Man, I don't know. And Bob Kraft, one of the biggest owners of the UFC. Yeah. Should Habib or his team get more shit for this? Both of them. I mean, I, I see why the attack in the cage happened. Things devolved from what happened after the cage. Habib should get more trash for this. He instigated it. You can say all you want about the bus. You can say all you want about religion and dad and all that stuff. Still, I've seen I've seen worse come out of somebody's mouth. I've seen some downright racist shit come up. I've seen some real ugly stuff unfold. And uh, Habib didn't have to go after Dylan Danis over some stuff that Conor McGregor said. He had just beaten up Conor McGregor, <laughs> the man himself. Made him tap out to a face crank, essentially a jaw crusher. He did a coup de gras. He stole the Irish's own move into the crowd. Yeah, Connor's going to take a swing at somebody if he sees him climb up the cage. That's going to happen. Says Habib try, had guys try to hold him and he still jumped. McGregor stayed back while his teammates were getting pummeled. Shows his power. Again, stupid post. Connor had just been beaten into submission. Beaten into submission. Do you expect him to be doing moonsaults? That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Habib just beat the man's ass. He had been dropped by a punch and face cranked. (laughs) Nobody's commenting on noticing McGregor not jumping to help his teammates. I mean, he did. He tried. And then he was like, you know what? Nothing's going to happen there. Let me swing an old homeboy up here. And then he got jumped. I mean, that's going to happen. This was way worse than the Strike Force Nashville brawl, in my estimation. Way, way worse. He lost it. It all got under his skin. Yeah, I think it did, but he was too pumped. That's ultimately what it is. It's adrenaline, my guys. Remember, we have a live or live show every Tuesday, 2 p.m. Eastern, where I talk to Showdown Joe, who is a certified MMA judge and referee, has spent two decades in MMA media. And James Lynch, who is in Las Vegas right now, will get his take on things. He speaks to dozens, if not hundreds, of UFC fighters every month. FightfulMMA.com has exclusives. Go over there. Maybe you're trying different, or maybe you you don't have another site. Maybe you've been on one site forever. Try FightfulMMA.com. We have a lot of cool stuff. He told you all he was going to talk shit to Connor and his team after the fight. I don't care what he said he was going to do. I do not care. I do not care. He jumped into the crowd. People who are talking about religion being peaceful do not know any context of that religion. Stop commenting. If you earn respect, you get respect. I'm not touching that with a 10 foot pole, my guys. Connor says he wants a rematch already. I'm sure he does. He's making millions of dollars. And look at this. We're still talking about it. We're still doing a live stream the next day. Of course, Connor wants a rematch. Why wouldn't he want a rematch? And if he got beat in 20 seconds and the same thing happened after, he'd want a rematch after that too. He wants the biggest money fight he can get. 
talking shit and starting shit are two different things. That's that's a, a good point. That's why you fight the fights, essentially. That's what the payoff is. Now, granted, there's going to be a much bigger payoff for this down the line. I would be shocked if they didn't fight again. Shocked. How do you not run this fight back? It'll probably be a long time from now. Maybe Connor fights before then. I don't know. Connor just got the shit kicked out of him and he doesn't need the money. It doesn't matter. He's going to keep making money. He's going to keep making money. He's going to keep running those Irish whiskey commercials on the mat. He's going to keep doing it. Shayna Baszler said Habib gets stripped. Connor versus Ferguson for the vacant title. Connor wins. Enter Habib after the layoff. Rematch is hell in a cell. Habib can't leave. His faction can't enter. Yeah. Downside, UFC makes bucks but doesn't pay the fighters. UFC's make or paid paid them pretty well for this. I got to give them credit. At least the downside guarantee, the guarantee was three million for Connor, two million for Habib, but it should have been a lot more. Whatever they're getting, they should have been a lot more. I'm guessing two two and a half years before we see this again. I think we see this after. Uh, I think we see this at the end of next year. Somebody says, they won't fight again. Aldo didn't get a second chance, nor should McGregor. Uh, Conor McGregor knocked out Jose Aldo in about eight seconds. Also, Jose Aldo is not a draw. That's what it comes down to. Conor McGregor is a draw. Jose Aldo is not a draw. That's it. They kept Habib's purse, didn't they? Yes, they did. They withheld Habib Nurmagomedov's fight purse. They did disperse Conor McGregor's, as I mentioned. Put a roof on the cage, and it'll, and it'll be war games. I mean, that's hell in a cell. Ferguson versus Habib would be interesting. I mean, yeah, of course it'd be interesting. They've tried to put this fight together a million times, and it never works out. They, they've tried time and time again. I will find out how many times exactly they've tried. But it's it's a cursed fight, and it sucks, man, because that is such a good fight. I think Habib would win, but Tony Ferguson is just psychotic. They tried to put it on in December 2011 or December 2015, but Nurmagomedov had a rib injury. That was to be at the tough finale. They rescheduled it for four months later, April 16th, at a UFC on Fox. Ferguson had an injury, and... uh, I believe Habib ended up fighting Daryl Horcher that night. Yuck. Uh, I think Tony Ferguson ended up fighting and beating Edson Barboza after the first fight. was tried to They tried to make it. UFC 209. Remember Gamadov hospitalized due to weight cut complications, of course. And uh, Ferguson fought nobody after that. Then, of course, they were supposed to fight this April. Ferguson tore his knee. Habib uh, fought Ally Aquinta and beat him at UFC 223. Man. Ferguson's riding an 11-fight winning streak. (laughs) Wow. He has won 17 of his last 18 if you include Ultimate Fighter. GSP could move down to fight Habib, which would be a great fight. I think Habib would wreck GSP at this point, but I would love to watch that fight. I want to see that fight at 165. I don't want to see that fight at 155. 
GSP doesn't try to get need to get down to that weight, and Habib doesn't really need to either. The Ferguson fight was effing awesome. You know what one of my, my favorite things about that fight is? <clears throat> I know a lot of you are here from pro wrestling. You watch my pro wrestling shows, blah, blah, blah. How many times have you all heard somebody say, all this flippy acrobatic shit, it's killing wrestling, it's not realistic. Uh, they're acrobatic, it's like a trapeze act. Then 10 minutes into a fight with a broken hand, you see Anthony Pettis do a cartwheel to avoid punches from Tony Ferguson. That's fantastic. That is fantastic. Pardon me, a little under the weather. Krazi. Habib's natural weight is heavier than GSP. I don't know. I don't know what Habib's natural weight is these days. Ferguson needs a promo class. Won't do him any good, man. He's he's an oddball. He did no physical therapy ahead of this fight. He tore a knee ligament in April. Tore it in April. Had the surgery. No PT. Trained like a psychopath and fought. I thought he was out until next year. Mutalock says he probably walks 170. Who, Habib? Hell no. Habib walks closer to 200. Nate Diaz is better on the ground than McGregor. He might stand a chance. He's not submitting. Habib never made up. Diaz? No. Diaz, I would say Diaz has about a 5 to 10% chance of submitting Habib Nurmagomedov on the ground off of his back. How come nobody is talking about the winner of Diaz Poirier getting a title shot? Well, let's see. Probably because Nate Diaz has not fought in two years. It's hard to get him to commit to fight. The last time he fought before this, he lost to Conor McGregor at welterweight. The time he fought before that, he beat Conor McGregor at welterweight. And before that, his trajectory is Michael Johnson, a win. Rafael Dos Anjos, a loss. Diaz missed weight there. Beating Gray Maynard. And then he lost two straight fights. He doesn't, he not put together a resume. He's a draw, but there's just no, wouldn't happen. There'd be no swinging punches. Yeah, there would be. Yeah, there would be. There'd be some sloppy boxing in there. How will, how much will WWE poke fun at this tomorrow night? I don't think they want to give any more attention to the UFC. I think they'd like to, I mean, they'll mention it. Somebody will mention it. Corey Graves. Oh, my God. It's like Conor McGregor and Habib Nurmagomedov. Uh. GSP jabs Habib's head off, in my opinion. Uh, Conor McGregor is a much more sound striker at this stage than Habib Nurmagomedov, or than GSP, and he didn't do that. So I don't know, man. But you have Conor McGregor, or GSP, his wrestling is much, much, much better. Habib is just levels above that division. I think that he could, I think that Kevin Lee would uh, be just fine in there. Pettis is a joke. He's an amazing fighter who relies on, or who relies on circus tricks instead of training. If you're saying that about a former UFC champion, you dumb. you dumb. Connor didn't press charges because he threw the first two punches. Wouldn't work in the Nevada courts. Yeah, it would. Yeah, it would. And no, that's not what happened. Please go back and realize how things unfolded. My God. 
compared to the top two boxers, three million is chump change. Connor made a hundred mil on one fight with Floyd. He's fighting Floyd Mayweather. Habib isn't Floyd Mayweather. Floyd's one of the greatest draws of all time. Is it chump change though? Yes, it is. I was impressed by the first round stuffing takedowns. Yeah, but ultimately, or ultimately, Habib got it. I was more impressed with the third round stuffing takedowns. And that's what I think helped Habib Nurmagomedov realize that the tide was shifting and then he needed to go in there and put his pedal to the floor and did. I don't know if, or round four rather, sorry. Uh, the the tide shifted in round three. I think if the fight would have went to a round five, Conor McGregor could have maybe finished Habib on the feet. However, what I think could have happened and the hypotheticals don't mean a damn thing. What Habib did in the fourth round, submitting Conor McGregor is what matters. He got in there. He was like, all right, I need to empty the gas tank right now and finish this because I don't know if it's going to go my way if I don't. And he did it and it paid off and he won. When do you think Habib will retire? When those seven figure paydays stop coming. Other than that, he's going to keep doing it. For Connor, for Connor, it's all about the Benjamins and the press. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Mind games don't always work. Rose versus Joanna, what happened? This was not anywhere near, that was nowhere near the mind games that were played here. Nowhere near. I'm just waiting to see Fury and Wilder just saying, I can't wait for that fight. I'm wondering if we should do a live post show after that with Carlos Toro because I love that fight. I love, uh, I love the UFC or the the boxing heavyweight division right now. I want to see Anthony Joshua fight the winner. Speaking of Pettis, what was with that four-minute piggyback ride last night? That was Sergio Pettis. That was weird, man. He didn't make re- any real effort to sit out, to spike, to do anything. Nothing. Connor wasn't the same after that big punch. He got rocked. That is untrue. He controlled the third round. And didn't show Habib Nurmagomedov striking any respect after that, which was a little baffling to me. But as it turns out, it paid off. A lot of people were like, oh, he he fought with his hands down, fought with his hands down. He was joking around. No, when you do that, especially a guy like against a guy like Habib Nurmagomedov, you want to fight with your hands low. You can come in at different angles and you can swim in your underhooks a little bit quicker on a takedown attempt. And if you get pushed up against the fence, then you could if you're fighting up here or out here or like the, or like, Nate Diaz does sometimes like this. If your hands are down, you can get those underhooks in a little bit uh, easier whenever somebody goes low. I noticed that Habib went for more body locks than low takedowns. He he did hit a low takedown, but he went for a body lock. And as I mentioned, that prevents Conor McGregor from counter-striking a little bit too much. It doesn't give Conor the angle that he can he can land a shot with his hands low because the entry point for Habib Nurmagomedov is so much higher on the body than if he went for a low single. Say Habib beat Connor in a rematch, then you think he could be the next big draw. I think he's the next big draw right now. Or would it be like Amanda Nunes level draw after beating Ronda? I get what you mean. I get what you mean. And it worked for Holly Holm. Holly Holm was the first one to beat Ronda Rousey, and she was a draw after that. The The Podcast numbers we got and the TV numbers they did were really, really good. However, it didn't sustain. And after that, the luster of beating Rousey was gone. Most people thought that Rousey was going to lose to Amanda Nunes. And Amanda Nunes just wasn't a draw. Nate Diaz had a great following before the Conor fight. 
Floyd Mayweather, had, you know, he was one of the biggest draws in the world. He uh, he was already a draw with certain people. I think that Habib Nurmagomedov, because of what happened after the fight, put himself in that 800,000 by territory. If he just beat Conor McGregor, I think we're talking four to five hundred thousand by territory, maybe yeah, around there. All things considered, a rematch, a rematch does three million buys easy, and that's me not knowing what's going on right now. Habib is world famous after that king of memes. Yeah, he is. He's famous. And this isn't a situation where Conor McGregor made him famous. Habib made himself famous, for better or for worse. How many buys will Habib's next fight draw? 500,000 plus? If he's fighting Tony Ferguson, I think 500,000. I do. If he fights Conor, 3 million. (laughs) Habib's stock just went up, went up. Somebody says it feels like a work. Is this a work? Don't be ridiculous. Don't be ridiculous. Russia following him is a massive fan base. There were, I mean, okay, so you know, there was a lot of nationalist aspects to this. There were a lot of people who say that uh, I was told by an Irish girl who works at our Oasis ads office that a lot of people in the country look down on Connor for what he did with the bus. And then, you know, there's. Habib is popular, but is also polarizing in Russia as well. Out of character and thin-skinned of Habib, he represented his country. Yeah, kind of. How long will the suspension be? I would wager a year. I would wager a year after all that. Connor smells like expired mustard and hot cat piss. I don't know. I've never sniffed the man. I'm pretty sure he'll sell a cologne eventually. You think Habib will have the belt taken? Yes, I do. Connor's a next level striker anyway. Yes, he is. The rest of the fights were great. Yeah, primarily the middle of the Dom Reyes fight was not good. The Herrig Watterson fight was not good. What else wasn't good on that show? I, I'm doing a new feature on fightful.com where I review the fights as they happen and I put a recommendation at the end whether you should watch them or not. Uh, Derek Lewis and Alexander Volkov outside of the first round and the last. Strike was not good, to be honest with you. The post-fight promo was fantastic. That's the thing. Derek Lewis had one of the greatest post-fight interviews of all time, and nobody's talking about it because of this. That's really crazy. Tony Ferguson had a great fight with Anthony Pettis. Nobody's talking about it, really. Dom Reyes is 4-0 in the UFC light heavyweight division and is finishing fools. Nobody's talking about him beating OSP. Michelle Watterson, good performance. Nobody talking about it. Formiga might be next in line for the flyweight title. Maybe not. Nobody's talking about it. Gray Maynard might retire. Nobody's talking about it. Aspen Ladd had a scary performance. Beat the brakes off of Tanya Avenger. Nobody's talking about it. Dana didn't even know about the My Balls Are Hot line. Yeah, he said, I wish that was the craziest thing that happened tonight. Habib walks at 185 now. That's what I've heard. I'd be surprised. I, I would be surprised if it was if it was that low. But, I, I mean, they, that's why they need a 165 division. That Kevin Lee, Nate Diaz, Dustin Poirier. There are a ton of fighters that can fit into that division. 
Dana White is so tone deaf about this, saying, oh, well, people then who can't win titles at 165 or 170, 155 will move up there. Oh, is that why Conor McGregor asked for it? Rafael Dos Anjos would be there. He won a title there. How about Habib? He wants it. Huh. Interesting. Guys, I want to thank you all so much for joining me. Join us Tuesday, 2 p.m. Eastern. Fightful MMA Podcast, Showdown Joe. James Lynch is there right now. He will bring you all the happenings. He's got a lot of content to, to unleash on you guys. Follow him at Lynch at Spo- Lynch on Sports. Follow Joe at Showdown Joe. Follow me at Sean Ross Sapp. Most importantly, at Fightful MMA, at Fightful Online, and uh, the big one, Fightful.com, my guys. Leave us a thumbs up. Subscribe. We are on podcast platforms everywhere. I want to thank you guys so much for joining me on a Sunday afternoon to talk about this stuff. Hit us with your questions. We are a very interactive show. Nobody is plugged in more to MMA fighters, maybe maybe Ariel Hawani, that's about it, than James Lynch. Check out that Tuesday podcast, 2 p.m. Eastern. We are. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.